Welcome to New Entry Wrestling Podcast. We're your hosts, Ian and Ever. We're here to talk about pro wrestling from WWE, NXT, Impact, AEW. All on this podcast, stay tuned. <laughs> Welcome back to New Entry Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Baby Ian, with my co-host, Eva. What to do, baby? Hey, Ian, how you doing, man? I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Just here, you know. Um, today, we're talking about TLC, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs. Hello, listeners. And it's actually the next pay-per-view that's coming out. And we're going to talk about our top five favorite TLC matches. Do-do-do. All right, uh, how do you want to start this list? Uh, we could start. You could start with number five if you want. All right, I'll go ahead and start with the, my number five. Um, number five is kind of tricky because it is a good match. Yeah, but it was just more of the the moment. Uh, number five was Christian versus Alberto Del Rio, uh, Extreme Rules, two thousand eleven. Uh, it was for the vacated uh, World Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was vacated because Edge was forced to retire due to the to his neck injury. Yeah, triple fusion. Um, yeah. So I was always a huge uh, Christian uh, Edge and Christians fan, but I follow Christian's career throughout. Basically, I don't want to maybe two thousand. Same with Edge. Christian was the reason why I started watching TNA. Uh, following his career in TNA, I wish he could have had a little bit longer run in TNA. Uh, the reason why he left was because, you know, uh, all he wanted was uh, opportunity to main event a pay-per-view or another title run, a world title run. But uh, storyline, they had nothing for him. And so he, you know, went back to WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, so back to, you know, the Extreme Rules match. The match was, like, good. I would rate it, like, three point five stars mm-hmm. you know out of five so uh but it was just that moment of christian winning the world title finally you know in the WWE, having that moment and an edge by you know in the corner being happy that the fact that he won the big one and WWE. uh so even though he was already a world champion in you know in the world professional wrestling he is now a I believe a four time, but at the time he became a three time world champion, mm-hmm. a one time world heavyweight champion in WWE. Yeah. Um, so do you want to go like go back and forth or do you want me to give out my whole list? I'll go back and forth. All right, go ahead with your number four. Uh, my number five. Oh, my fault. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> my number five was uh, Oscar versus Becky Lynch for Charlotte, triple threat match at uh, TLC 2018. It was just like these three women are like, like the that women. was the first ever TLC match. Yeah, for the women, I think. Yeah, for sure. It looks like uh, I think Oscar took the win for that one. So it's kind of good to see Oscar win the title, especially her being like undefeated in NXT and you know not being like you know because sometimes you go from NXT to WWE, you're you kind of have like that limbo thing where you're like, yeah, you're, she didn't had like a good run. That's why I was kind of surprised that she won. Yeah, because um, when she came into the WWE to the main roster. She uh she had a a I don't want to say a good run, but she did had a good start. Yeah. She won the Royal Rumble, went to WrestleMania. She lost, but so you know she had a great match. That's uh, WrestleMania. What was that? 
2018. 2018, that match, uh, Charlie versus Oscar, that was like in my top 10. Yeah. For rest, you know, uh, the year 2018. But uh, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's all right, man. But, but yeah, just being in the ring with Becky and Charlotte, it just like those were the heavy hitters at the time. Well, plus Sasha Banks and Bailey, but like having her in that match with Charlotte and Becky was just like the first ever TLC match for the women. It was just like revolutionary and it was like a catalyst of where to go from there. And obviously, there's other ones after that. Uh, you know, there was Money in the Bank and all that after that as well. Yeah. So that was probably in my top five for sure. Just Asuka being there and then being these women finally getting a chance at the TLC match. So that's why it's my top five. Uh, I Since you brought that up, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Uh, months later after that, the main event of WrestleMania 35 was Ronda Rousey defending the Raw title and Charlotte defending the SmackDown title that she defeated asuka and then mm-hmm. obviously becky was in the match do yeah. you think asuka should have been in that main event picture yeah she should have i mean make it a fatal four way yeah because she i mean it was only like what like i mean asuka did win the world rumble that year right 2019 or no no it was uh becky oh becky 2018 was asuka okay 2019 was becky that's how she was able to go ahead and main event yeah, I think Asuka's the most talented of all of them, so she probably would have been there just to make like the other ones, like especially Ronda Rousey, look good. Yeah, because she made invented uh, TLC and she won the SmackDown title. It's like I don't understand why you couldn't have her make it a fatal four way match. Yeah, you know, so she it, it's not like choice. she wasn't. Yeah, it's not like she was gonna win anyways. Yeah, just to have her in there would have been like a little different little style, different style. Yeah, instead of having her in the pre-show. Yeah, definitely. So, but um. All right, so what was what number I, four? Number four. So my number four is another Extreme Rules match, but this time it's going to be Edge uh, mm. defending the World Heavyweight Championship against Jeff Hardy at, at Extreme Rules 2009. Um, this was like, I personally felt like I I wish it was a TLC match, but the you know a ladder match is still a ladder match. At the end of the day, you know. A ladders involved anyways but uh just the having a, a singles match and a ladder match for the world title main eventing the pay-per-view it was uh pretty cool i just kind of wish that it took place in chicago because the pay-per-view before was judgment day and it took place in chicago so i kind of wish they would have flipped that around but uh you know uh the only thing I had a mixed feeling about it. Mm-hmm. The, when Jeff Hardy won the World Heavyweight chi- title, it was like, yes, he did it. He won. Mm-hmm. And then here comes CM Punk to, you know, cash in his money in the big briefcase on Jeff Hardy. And they're both baby faces. And it was oh. kind of like a bittersweet moment because it was just like, yes, I want CM Punk to be world champion. Not really, because I was a fan of CM Punk, not so much. Obviously, I prefer Jeff Hardy. But it was just like, really? You had to cash it in on him? And obviously, you know, that's when Punk turned heel. And um, But anyways, that match was great. I will give that match like another like 3.5 out of 5. It was a, it was just, it was a good match. It was just some uh, good spots. I remember this one spot. I think it took place. I keep getting confused because, you know, Jeff does a lot of crazy stunts. But it was like Jeff Hart. I, I I think it was both Jeff and um, 
edge like fell off the ladder onto another ladder mm. it was kind of like it's something you have to watch that's if it took happened on that match because i honestly don't remember but uh all right go ahead with your number four ever actually mine is actually about cm punk and jeff hardy oh yeah. nice so it was actually SummerSlam 2009 for the world heavyweight championship won by cm punk so for me that was like a good match you know it's be Especially in the Indies, you always wanted to see CM Punk versus Jeff Hardy. Just two high flyers and like two guys like different. Will you styles. consider CM Punk a high flyer? Yeah, I mean, seeing his work in like an in Indies. Oh, in the Indies, yes, I will agree with you. He did. I, I saw some highlight clips of his moves, and I was surprised that he was able to do um, oh, what's it called, the moonsault split, the thing that RBD does. Yeah, like the, the split moonsault. Yeah, split moonsault. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised that he was able to do that. Yeah, I also like seeing him do the Pepsi plunge, which was like that top rope pedigree thing. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not really a, a no, high it's, not. it's a high spot, but it's not really a high fly move. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, just those two guys were like, well, I think CM Punk was more ground. He was kind of high flyer, but he was more ground. And Jeff Hardy was all high flyer. And seeing CM, CM Punk win the title that day was great because, you know, he's a Chicago dude like us. Right. So we're like, yeah, Chicago won. What's up? <laughs> I actually, yeah, that's why I'm, I don't really care. I think uh, 2010 is when I became an actual fan, fan of CM Punk. Don't uh, get me wrong. In Ring of Honor, I was a huge CM Punk fan. Yeah. When he went to WWE, it was just like, okay, I had mixed feelings about him. Yeah. I didn't hate him. I just, it was just like, eh, yeah, I'll cheer for you and stuff like that. But uh, I, the highlight of that match was when, uh, for me, because I enjoyed that match as well. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was that Swanson bomb that Jeff Hardy did on top of the ladder oh. on CM Punk on yeah. the announcing table. And that was like that was the highlight moment. But yeah. also uh, the Undertaker returning. Yeah, that was pretty cool. When you know CM Punk was holding the world title, cheering, being happy for himself. You know showing off and then the lights dim and um the the was those those bells ring and then the lights go back on CM Punk goes down boom there he is the undertaker <laughs> boom grabs his throat choke slam and then you know started a whole new feud from that point on yeah definitely. but um i'm gonna go ahead with my number three sorry did you want to say something else about that match or no, no. Um, it was definitely a good match. And I'll definitely, if it was anyone, I'll definitely check it out on yeah. the network. All right. Well, my number three is going to be the one that took place at WrestleMania 33. It was Carl Anderson and uh, Luke Gallows, the Good Brothers. I'm pretty sure that they weren't called the Good Brothers. Yeah, they're called the OC or the Good Brothers. Yeah, right. Or... Um, Enzo and Big Cavs. And yeah. how was the other team? Was it Cesaro? Cesaro? Cesaro and, and uh, uh, Sheamus. Sheamus. Yeah, they were and called. Then, uh, yeah, the bar. The bar. Yeah, the bar. And um, and then the returning, the Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys, yeah. I marked out when their music hit. I thought it was going to be them. But then when the New Day came out with their gear, I'm not going to lie. They, they got me. <laughs> I thought I fell for it. I thought it was going to be them. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I, I like the new day, you know? Yep. But then the, the Hardy Boys theme song hit. I wish I could, you know, sing it right now, but we can't. Yeah. But, uh, you know, when hearing that music, I was watching it with my brother and my sister. We just freaking marked 
doubt. And we were so happy to hear that theme song again, even though I listened to it on my free time. <laughs> just hearing it in the WWE stage in a pay-per-view, it was just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is great. And these guys were on Impact and Ring of Honor before and then all these indie stuff. Now they just came back home. Yeah. And to capture the WWE Championship, uh, Tag Team Championship again, yeah. was, uh, you know, was a great feeling Um the only problem was the match was pretty short, but uh, even though it was short, it was a good high spot. Because honestly, when it comes to ladder matches, it's just it's mainly high spots, anyways. Yeah, you know. So, but That's go true. ahead with your number three. Uh, number three would be John Cena versus Edge, Unforgiven, two thousand six in Toronto, so Edge's hometown. And actually, it's weird, surprising that Justin actually took the win in Toronto. Like, that's where Edge is from. It's because uh, in uh, SummerSlam, the pay-per-view before, it was in Boston, where John Cena's from. Ah, uh, so they just kind of went back and forth to, like, the yeah, cities. basically. Uh, don't you be playing to, like, the hometown crowd? I don't know about that. Or the, go against the hometown crowd. Yeah, he that match win. was, uh, it was good. Yeah. But I think the main event should have been, um, oh, my gosh, uh, Hulk Hogan versus Randy Orton. Really, Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan oh, versus Randy Orton. I think that should they sh- that should have closed the show. Yeah, at WrestleMania, uh, SummerSlam two thousand and six, that should have closed the show. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know why they didn't with each other. Yeah, but like I think the part where I like it was like it's kind of weird because you kind of see like why was the referee holding the ladder while John Cena was doing the attitude adjustment? Remember, it was like two. There's two tables. Yeah, and then John Cena had Edge on his shoulders, and the referee was holding the ladder like. Oh, to for the balance and stuff. Yeah, but it's weird. Like, a referee would actually help out in a match. Like, you would think, oh, John Cena would just yeah. hold him there and, like, do it, and then boom. Oh, no, no. But the referee was in there, like, just holding in the ladder, like. Hell, yeah. Well, imagine John Cena just doing that by himself. John Cena would have got with, you know. Botched. Yeah, it would. Every the ladder would have fell and everything. John Cena would have just flew. Yeah. <laughs> he would have just went with him, too. Yeah, but that was a good spot, though. I mean. Yeah, it was a hi- it was the highlight spot for like a few months, and then it just they just stopped talking about it. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I, I like that match actually, especially with Edge. I think that was almost like his prime, right? When he had like multiple championships, because he was back and forth, back and forth. Uh, so I think he became a well, no, because uh, RVD was supposed to have a nice title run. Oh yeah, but, but got, he like, failed the drug test. Yeah, so surprisingly, right? So they dropped. <laughs> yeah, so they dropped. Uh, he had to drop the belt to Edge. Uh, so who knows how the story would have gone? But no offense to RVD, we would have if it wasn't for him failing it, we would not have been able to see that match. Yeah, definitely. But it's kind of sucks because it's like, damn, RVD won the WWE Championship. NACW arena and, and yeah, so Philadelphia defeated Johnson. Yeah, that was a great match too. Yeah, but that's you know a different story. Yeah, or a different episode. What was your number two? Um, my number two is none other. I believe this was the second ever TLC match. Uh, WrestleMania seventeen. Uh, the Dudley Boys. Versus Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys. Yeah, me too, actually. That was my number two. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> well, then we can talk about it together oh, then. Yeah, definitely. Let's go. So, <laughs> your number, that's your number two. That's yeah. my number two. Let's go ahead. Yeah. So- did, going into that match, so did you knew that match was going to take place? Because I knew about the pay per view. Like, I knew it was going to, like, I knew that match was going to happen. 
know what I mean? Because at that time I was watching SmackDown and well, just SmackDown. Yeah, I knew that match was gonna happen. I think it was like this is a sequel, right? This yeah, is it was basically like a rematch, kind of in in a way of SummerSlam. Oh yeah. So it not really, but you know what I mean. But it's like I remember like they announced that match, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's gonna take, it's gonna happen again because I did watch the SummerSlam. 2000 that was the whole mayor how i told you i watched the undertaker and kane yeah so um that match sucked <laughs> but uh anyways the fact of i was kind of disappointed because i was like man i wanted to see that pay-per-view but it was like that was a lot of money at the time <laughs> and um but uh i remember i wanted the hardy boys to win that match and then you know edge and christian you know edge and christians are those people where it's just like i hate them but you love them at the same time. Yeah, like you hate them like as a character, but like, man, they're good. Yeah. They're so and, good. Uh, but then obviously later on when the movie came out on uh, VCS, what is it? VCS, VHS, ABC. Anyways, I was able to catch it. And I think my my friend actually bought it as a gift for me and gave it to me. So I was able to watch it like that. Hmm. And um, just watching the the matches and uh, that oh my gosh, the one that made me everybody would say it was Edge and um, Jeff Hardy, you know Edge spearing Jeff Hardy on top hmm. of the ladder. Yeah, that was awesome. Don't get me wrong, that was freaking amazing. But for me, it was when Rhino uh, Gore uh, Lita. Whoa! Because yeah, yeah basically he like. Yeah, he, it like broke her in half and stuff like that. It was just like, oh my gosh. And re remember Lita at that time, bro. Oh my gosh. She was fine. <laughs> and, then, and then ECW just ended, so it was like fresh, still fresh by ECW being there. Was that Rhino's first debut? Or was he always known at that time? He was there. I think he, he was known to be like an ECW guy. No, because I, he teamed up with, what's his name? Ed, or something? No, 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 with... No, that's later on. Oh, yeah. He was with Edgy and Christian. I just don't remember if that was his first debut or he was on WWE before that. Um, I think I think he was in WWE for a second. Then he left and went back to ECW. Then ECW ended. And then that's when he jumped to WWE. I honestly don't remember. Yeah. Like those years are kind of blurry sometimes. Like yeah. the years. Why? Well, yeah. That's when ECW and WCW ending. is like, whoa. <laughs> Yeah. And the invasion happens, so like, oh my god! <laughs> but um, all right, you want to give them your number one? My number one is actually the match we just talked about, the prequel, um, Edge and Christian versus the Hardys versus Douglas, SummerSlam 2000, the first one ever. SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's the pay per view I saw too. Yeah. So Edge yeah. and Christian were the champions. At I the saw time. that whole pay per view. That yeah. Whole pay per view was pretty great. Wait, which I confused. Which one was the one where Jeff Hardy was? Like, you know, the entrance, like the fan entrance, you know, when you come to like an arena, and that like was a, WrestleMania uh, 17 or that, was I that? Think that was WrestleMania 20, uh, 20, the year two, uh, uh, WrestleMania 16 when he jumped on, um, Bubba Demon, Ray, Bubba Ray, yeah, okay. What was the one where like where Matt Hardy was on top and then they pushed him and he like fell to those tables? Uh, was he by himself? Yeah, he like he was by himself. He's wearing all black, and he kind of like uh, that could have been SummerSlam. 
I mean, uh, WrestleMania own. 17 was the big high spot crashing through four tables. Yeah. That was Bubba Ray and Matt Hardy. Okay. And then outside, it was uh, Jeff Hardy doing the Swanton Bomb on Spike Dugley and Rhino. And um, WrestleMania 20, that the big spot I could remember was Jeff Hardy doing the Swanton on the ring wrap on the ring wrap on the entryway yeah. on the um, on Bubba Ray and that's where he like landed basically landed on his like his tailbone oh. and um and then the big spot the other big spot was when Christian I think it was Christian or Edge one of those two pushed uh Jeff Matt Hardy and basically he flipped on through the table mm-hmm. um but SummerSlam I don't remember too much I'm not gonna I, it's weird I don't remember much about it I think it was like the first one. Everybody's like, you know, like the first match of anything. You're like, oh, cool. Yeah. But then you're like, okay, I don't get the concept. But then when you watch it like a second event or third event, you're like, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. So it's probably like that. We're like, you know, we know we have an idea. Most of the matches, obviously, I knew it was a good match because I loved it. But like sometimes I get confused with the with the WrestleMania one. So you know, I got WrestleMania one should have been your number one then. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Man. I should have done that. Yeah, but so obviously, I, one and two are be flipped everybody's different probably want maybe someone else if you maybe if you go rewatch it you'll probably say nope that's gonna be my number one yeah i think i gotta help rewatch it a couple more times and i'll be like oh yeah for sure this one but like th- yeah they're they're first and second so i could entertain them you know right. as much as i can yeah it's the same people anyway yeah it's, it's literally match. the same match <laughs> just different events and different pretty much different year just <laughs> different outcome too i think i think you know yeah, no, I did. I get it. I totally understand, and I agree with you. All right. Well, when my number one pick is a TLC match, it's the one that took place in two thousand eight, one night stand. Uh, it was Edge versus the Undertaker uh, for the vacate World Heavyweight Championship, and also the Undertaker's career. If the Undertaker lost and did not capture the world title, he was going to be fired. Oh. Uh, so the buildup, remember, uh, from the the la- la- the Undertaker tribute match or show episode, whatever, um, the few of Edge and the Undertaker was great because it didn't start in November. It started all the way when Edge cashed in Money in the Bank, uh, br- briefcase on the Undertaker. So it was like a year storyline. So the fact of, all right. We finally had this Rumble match. Taker and Edge, WrestleMania. Taker goes over. Streak is alive, and he's world champion. Backlash. Undertaker retains the world title. He chokes out Edge with the that what was that submission move called? The Hellgate. Dragon Hell's Gate? The Hellgate. No, Hellgate. 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 It was like a like a yeah, MMA submission move. It was an Omi Plata or something. It was like a neck. You put it, you put your neck. His an ankle on his neck and yeah, pushed just down. Push down. Yeah, just hold him down. Yeah. And um, uh, beat him that way. Vicky said it was a legal move. They had another match at Judgment Day. The title was vacated. She stripped the Undertaker from the title. So now Judgment Day. Uh, Taker hit what's his name Edge with the tombstone outside the ring. Taker wins by count up, but Vicky says you can't. You know we can't. You know crown a new champion by a count out so that's why the tlc match took place the match was great i give that match a 4.5 star match 
uh despite i love the damn i'm trying to remember how it went i could be wrong i feel like edge is the one who took the the, the last ride move it was from the mm-hmm. top of the ladder and uh top mm-hmm. of the ladder and then he landed a staircase no he he landed onto two tables Ooh. i believe it was edge or it was either hawks or rider yeah uh i'm pretty sure it was edge and then obviously that one big spot the ending was with um edge pushing the ladder uh with the undertaker on it on top and landing on four tables and crashing burn mm. and scratched up his whole entire elbow Man. busted open because his elbow landed first on concrete so uh and the feeling because i watched that live on pay-per-view and that feeling of the undertaker losing and edge winning the world title you know again it's just one of those feelings where it's like i love edge mm-hmm. but i just hate the fact that he's a bad guy yeah and then the fact that the undertaker you know he's fired i'm just like oh my gosh like is he really gone can like i don't like like is this for real is he coming back is he gonna retire it was just one of the things i didn't understand you know yeah. and um but yeah, it's just definitely one of my favorite matches, um, TLC matches, and pot, you know, and one of my favorite Edge matches as well. But you we know, do an episode on him one day. We should. Sure. We definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah, we definitely have to do an episode on him. I could talk like that's like five episodes for me. <laughs> oh yeah. Like okay. hopefully, but uh, stay tuned, guys, for that. <laughs> yeah. But you know, November. Uh, no, not November. I'm going crazy right now. December 20th is TLC, uh, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs match. Remember when um, I used to be named Armageddon? Remember Armageddon? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it was never, it wasn't like renamed. It was just a pay per view that took place uh, in December. Yeah. But, uh, and then they replaced it with TLC. But what would you prefer, TLC or Armageddon? Um, I think TLC because it's more. I like stipulation sometimes. I mean, it overdid it sometimes. Like, yeah, Fatal Four Way, and then they did like these random ones where, like, you know, it's like we're just gonna name matches, pay per views after matches. But TLC is definitely one I should keep. You know, like I just don't like where it's at. You know what I mean? Like on a set, like in December, you're talking yeah. about like date. Yeah, like you think it's like more of a sum. Well, Money in the Bank is in the summer or WrestleMania feel, in the summer. Yeah, I feel like um, like. October, like, why can't you bring back, like, uh, I feel like October should be Extreme Rules mm. or Halloween Havoc. Well, yeah, um, did that already. <laughs> yeah. NXT did that. Yeah. But for me, December, I feel like a Payback would be a good pay-per-view because it's kind of like the end of the year. The end of, of the year. So it's just like, you know, Payback, all right, have your last few yeah. on this pay-per-view. Like TNA had that pay-per-view of Final Revolution. You know how it's like, all right, well, if you have any final revolutions or any fuse to end, this is the pay-per-view to do it. Yeah, especially with Royal Rumble next, the month right. after, and then after that. It's basically a new year and new yeah. storylines. But uh, anything like uh, any match you would like to book, if you had control right now, to for let's just say Universal and WWE, if you could book the matches for TLC right here, right now, what match would you book? With current champions Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. Well, Drew McIntyre for sure would want a rematch with Randy Orton. Okay. Just seeing like the Claymore from the top or the RKO from the top would be kind of crazy. Okay. You know, and then Roman Reigns, I think he. And the TLC match or just a standard TLC rep? match. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, Roman Reigns. Well, he's not really a flyer, is he? As much he's never really like known for his like. 
No, like, he's a powerhouse. Yeah, so, I mean, Roman Reigns, I wouldn't mind, but I would want J- Jimmy to come back okay. and be like that black sheep of the family. Like, oh, yeah, I'm not, I don't care if you're a tribal chief or not. And actually face Roman Reigns or Jey Uso. Okay. And then, like, take respect back to his family or The Rock, maybe. But The Rock is more WrestleMania. Yeah, that's we're not ready to say that. No. <laughs> uh, but I think for WrestleMania sure, maybe, but for sure Jimmy would come back. I think he's gonna. I think I heard he's gonna come back soon. So you never know. He might actually be like Jimmy versus Roman Reigns, and then Jay has to choose between his brother or his cousin, which you know he kind of would lean to his brother, but you never know. Right nowadays, that'd be like he he's like you know he has him at the top, and then he's like either me or you, and then he makes a decision to throw one of them off. Who knows who, and just be like. For the family or something like yeah, an Italian kind of thing, <laughs> kind of like a story kind of thing. Yeah. But for me, I'll try to make this quick. That's what she said. Uh, it'll be make uh, Drew McIntyre versus uh, Randy Orton TLC match. Roman Reigns versus um, who's on SmackDown? I don't even know who's on SmackDown. Hardy, no, Hardy's would, on Raw. I would say um, Ricochet. No, he's on Raw. I don't even know. Kevin Steen. There you go. No, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, <laughs> Kevin Owens in a TLC match. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's something I would book. Mm. But all right, unfortunately, we are out of time, and this is will be it for this episode. Until next time, I'm your host Ian with my co-host Ever. We are out. Thank you guys. Have a good night, and thank you for watching. Hearing. Do do do. Yay.